Hey everyone, this is Matt Hardman, and this is the first episode of the Race Nerd Podcast here on CKCC Radio. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, welcome to all you new listeners. Uh, this show uh, has been going for a couple of years now in various incarnations, um, and we talk, well, we talk racing, um, um, get a little bit of IndyCar, a lot of, uh, NASCAR slash stock car, um, some drag racing, some Formula Un, um, dirt track racing, local racing, um, all, all sorts of stuff, um, if it's got four wheels, um, chances are I'll probably talk about it. Um, but, uh, we do, we do some cool stuff, um, hoping to get some guests on soon, um, due to COVID, you know, we've had, a kind of a lull in the racing world for a while, um, kind of, you know, with the only outlet, pretty much have been, um, racing, which I'm not really going to cover because, to be completely honest, iRacing is, it, it, it's, it's like people turning on the NBA and watching them play NBA Jam and counting that as real, um, and I'm sure I dated myself for all you younger listeners, NBA Jam was shit back in the day, but, um, it still doesn't count, uh, as real basketball, um, but anyway, we do cool stuff, we have, um, trivia, uh, we have, um, we have, uh, Q&As, which will open up, um, like I said, we're gonna try to get guests, and, and working on the time, um, to bring on a co-host, um, the fielder's already out there, um, just obviously because we're the, we're in the corona craziness, um, it hasn't happened, um, just bits and pieces have been, you know, not lining up to where I could get it on, um, there are certainly, I, I have, um, two guests that I want to bring on, you know, eventually, you know, work my way up, you know, get somewhere down the line, get some racers and whatnot, but, um, for our, our first episode, you know, I think what we'll do is we'll just kind of lay the groundwork of what to expect in future episodes, um, a big shout out and a big thanks to Chris O'Mealy, the founder of CKCC Radio and the host of many, many shows, um, like, uh, the Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk, which is actually where I got the idea and the inspiration to do a podcast, um, to do this show, actually, um, you know, he has Chris Ranks the Universe, um, the Stupid Sexy Podcasts, um, and many others, um, you know, in, we have a huge uh, CKCC 
uh, community. Those of you who already know about CKCC Radio know about that. You know, Adrian Cotton and Jeff uh, Trelowitz with their shows and, and their books. Which, if I ever get room to breathe, I may actually uh, start reading them. Um, but <laughs> I, other than working and sleeping so I could go back to work, um, and a house full of kids, I really haven't had any time to do anything, and it's been even worse with the, with the, um, corona situation, uh, that's going on in the world, um, but thankfully we got some sanity, uh, with, um, racing coming back, uh, already had four um, NASCAR Cup Series races since then, two Xfinity and one truck, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll briefly dive into them real quick, um, some of the cool things that have, um, that have happened, I'll give you a little snapshot on each one, um, you know, we've, we've had a lot go on, you know, within that whole freaking time period, we've had, um, you know, we had a sponsor leave, uh, sponsor leave a team because of, um, because of iRacing, we had, um, a driver who was fired due to iRacing, um, uh, and a prominent driver at that, um, you know, um, and then we had, uh, another one that, um, pretty much is going to, from the way it sounds, is going to lose his job for iRacing, and this is the reason why I don't think that iRacing worked, um, but we'll save that for a later time, um, now it's time to talk about, you know, well, you know, there's just the fact that, you know, we're getting some semblance of normalcy, I mean, certainly not the way, um, you know, a lot of people would like, but, um, but as I said, we've had um, four races. They all start. They started back about a week and a half ago, um, and it's been it's been something. Um, so we started uh, NASCAR uh, started back. Uh, like I said, about a week and a half ago, with um, racing at Darlington. Um, as they wanted to stay somewhat near the hub of the sport in North Carolina, and um, Darlington only being a two-hour drive, you weren't having the commute, and um, also the state of South Carolina had um, actually opened up the state, you know, for events like that, uh, just held with no spectators, which is very weird, especially if you watch, um, the other sport that's actually going on, um, uh, wrestling, um, they've been producing shows for months now, um, and have been doing it in, mostly in the state of Florida with, um, no fans, and it's extremely, extremely weird, um, you just don't get that same vibe, and you really racing's a little different, I mean, you're not having that feeding crowd like you would with wrestling, but at the same time, you know, you're not having, you know, the cheers and jeers that go along with each pass, each, um, 
crash each um, pit stop. You're not having that. Um, so it, it's, it's very odd. Um, but anyway, uh, we started off with Darlington. They ran two cup races there. Um, first on a Sunday, then they uh, were to run last Wednesday, I believe. Um, started off with Kevin Harvick. Um, bouncing back after um, a long layoff, picking up his 50th career win, um, which is astounding. Um, it ties him with Hall of Famers um, uh, Ned Ned Jarrett, uh, gentleman Ned Jarrett, and the late great um, inaugural NASCAR Hall of Famer, um, part of that first class, which is definitely says something, uh, Junior Johnson, um, so he is tied with them, I believe, Leap Hetty as well, um, so he, he's moving up the list, and it's a great testament, um, how, you know, how they bounce back, and these cars have had no practice, um, no qualifying, no nothing, uh, they were just names drawn out of a hat, pretty much, um, for these qualifying positions, so there was a lot of questions going into that race, um, and it ended up being a really good race. Um, it was followed up um, by the uh, Xfinity race, which saw um, Chase Briscoe um, pick up a win over uh, Kyle Busch, and the, the story that you really need to know about that race is... Um, <laughs> Chase Briscoe, a wonderful young man um, who drives for the Stuart Haas, the same team that uh, Kevin Harvick drives for, just uh, earlier this earlier that week had um, posted the news that him and his wife, um, who had been expecting a child, um, his wife had a miscarriage, and, and emotionally, the two of them were a wreck. Um, so, you know, he was going into this race with a heavy heart and, you know, in a, in a kind of clear head, but as racing has a way to do, um, much like, you know, you hear in other sports, you know, that, that three hours that you're behind the car or you're on the field or, you know, at the plate, you know, everything goes away. Your mind is... Clear. Um, so Chase Briscoe was able to beat out um, all-time Xfinity Series win leader Kyle Busch in a in a wild, wild finish. Um, two of them um, beaten and banging and traded paint. Um, was able to beat him out, and I think the story is. You know, he just had this um what should I say? Unbearable, un something you don't wanna wish a miscarriage on somebody. Um you know, it it's not one of those things that you would ever wish on your worst enemy. Um because it's one of the hardest things to go through in life, um, unfortunately, I know that from 
first-hand experience. And it, it, it was a thing that hit close to home. And not only did it hit close to home to Chase, um, but runner-up Kyle Busch, um, him and his wife Samantha, um, had, had the same thing happen last season, so, um, I just think that there was something, you know, that, that was its own story, that these two men, who both have lost a child, um, that they're out there for that three hours beating and banging for this win, that otherwise wouldn't be as noteworthy, but being the first race back and having these two, it says volumes, um, you know, that there is, you know, that these, that these drivers, you know, they are people, and, you know, that, that sometimes it's just, I, I don't know how to describe it without, you know, like, getting emotional, because of my experience, but um, we're going to move on to Sunday, or when, when, it was supposed to be Wednesday, I take this back, I take this back, I have my days all jumbled, um, as Denny Hamlin would win the second cup race at, um, at Darlington, uh, Denny, a former Southern 500 winner, and a who is very successful at the track, uh, he would pick up um, his second win of the season. Um, if you remember, even though it seems like forever ago, Denny won that Daytona 500, um, which saw that horrific last lap crash with Ryan Newman, which I got to touch on real quick. Um, if you hadn't heard kind of been lost on what's been going on with the whole COVID thing. During the COVID time, uh, Ryan Newman um, had actually had been cleared to come back to race, and he was back. He finished in the top 15 um, in the um, in the first Darlington race, a very respectable finish, um, you know, especially for somebody who, you know, videos that we saw of, um, his car, you know, we're very, we're very lucky to still have Ryan Newman among us, um, and the fact that he has recovered from his wreck at Daytona in February, and here he is racing, uh, the first race back, um, after, you know, while we're still going through this crisis, we're the first race back for NASCAR after it shut down, is a testament to him as well. Um, but he wasn't the only um, long-time face in the field, as Matt Kenseth, who last filled in um, about two years ago over at Roush Racing, ironically in the car that um, Ryan Newman is currently driving, um, Matt Kenseth, who had never actually retired the 2003 champion, um, stepped in to fill in the seat for the vacated uh, 42 car that Kyle Larson was driving before um, a whole 
series, uh, well, whole huge uh, firestorm erupted with him um, involving iRacing and some comments. Um, Kenseth was tabbed for that seat for the full season. Um, and certainly uh, looked like the Matt Kenseth fold um, picked up a top 10 in his first race in almost a year and a half, two years. Uh, which is very, very impressive, uh, especially for a guy who really didn't race last year. I think raced maybe one or two um, uh, races in his native Wisconsin. So um, sometimes it's just like riding a bike, and sometimes you just snap right to it. Um, but uh, so we move on. We move on. The next race was the Coca-Cola 600, which was this past Sunday. Um, which saw Brad Keselowski pick up the win um, at a pick up his first Coca-Cola 600 win. Um, you know he has many of the um, many of the um, Crown Jewel events, but that one, along with the Daytona 500, has always seemed to elude him. Um, and what might end up being the last race for Miller Brewing sponsorship of uh, Team Penske uh, as their only race for this year, and I don't know their status for next year, but Miller Brewing, who has been with um, Team Penske in their NASCAR operation since the beginning in 1991, and had... Um, a relationship with um, Penske's IndyCar team going back to the 80s um, that they had slowly transitioned out and were only sponsoring um, Brad for one race this year. Uh, and I, th I think what a better way for them was to pick up that win. Um, anything, and it, and it was a good race, um, I got, I got to, uh, listen to it all, because, um, I had a marathon day, that 600, um, usually, the, uh, the Sunday before Memorial Day, it's, you have the Grand Prix of Monaco in Formula One in the morning, um, as it's broadcast live from, Monaco in, uh, over in Europe. Then you have the Indianapolis 500, which is pushed back to August. Then you have the Coca-Cola 600 that starts in the evening. Well, the first two races didn't happen. The Coke 600 did happen right in the home area of, um, the shops, right in the heart of NASCAR country in flare country as well, you know, a little, little shout out to the guys on the, uh, club cave, the wrestle talk, uh, <coughs> anyway, um, I spent that day driving, driving to Massachusetts, driving back, then going to work for a 12 hour shift, but I made sure to listen to that race, um, it was, it was a heartbreaker for, um, Chase Elliott as he had what appeared to be the car to beat. Um, but a late pit stop call um, put him back, gave Keselowski the lead, and Jimmy Johnson, um, the man who 
was synonymous with winning for so long at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway um, would finish runner-up. Unfortunately for um, Johnson, something broke in the back of the car. He did not meet um, the tech requirements and was out of um, out of uh, out of tolerance. Um, therefore, his second place run was disqualified. He finished dead last, and it was a heartbreaker because um, for many many years I wasn't a Jimmy Johnson fan. Kind of like how growing up, it took me many, many years to become a Dale Earnhardt fan. And it was just the fact that, oh, this guy's winning every week and this and that. And not really appreciating um, that you're seeing, you're seeing history, you know. It, it's like it's like if you were watching the, um, the, uh, the Yankees in their heyday. Um, you know, you know, you hate them, but you gotta, you know, at the same time, you don't want to give them that respect, you know, that they are that good and that talented, um, you know, whether it's the Yankees or the Bulls of the 90s with Michael Jordan or anything like that, you know, you don't, um, as a fan, you want to give them that respect, but at the same time, you're hating them because you're beating your guys, um, that's what it was with Jimmy Johnson, and I mean, he's kind of, I don't want to say he's fallen on hard times, um, because I don't think he has, I think he's still got the drive, it's just, um, once they moved to this new car, this, uh, this Camaro, it was a huge learning curve, um, and, you know, he's got all new teammates, um, you know, the past couple of years, you know, he lost longtime teammate and, uh, friend and, um, car owner, or partial car owner, Jeff Gordon to retirement, he lost um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. to retirement, um, Casey Kane, who um, had retired and moved to um, running sprint cars part-time, um, then you had, uh, then you had, um, you know, these new drivers like Chase Elliott, who would take over Gordon's ride, uh, Alex Bowman, who, um, certainly showed the world that he can get this done. Um, he's had, every race he's had a strong run, including last night's. And, um, then you had, uh, uh William Byron, who, um, they say is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Um, he's won in every division he's raced in. Uh, the KNN East Series, which is like the single A, um, think in baseball terms would be single A. He won in the truck. Uh, no, he did not win in trucks. I take that back. He should have won in trucks, um, but he missed the cutoff race, um, the final four cutoff playoff race, um, because of a blown engine. Had, had he, had his engine not blown, he would have, um, finished decent enough to make it to the championship race, and which he won. Um, so it was, very bittersweet for him. He did win the Xfinity title. So, I mean, he's won in every series he has stepped in from late models on up uh, to uh, Xfinity. He's just looking for that first win and he's knocking on the door. I think it's going to happen soon. But with this youth movement at Hendrick Motorsports, I think it's kind of been hard for Jimmy to adjust. 
um, especially after losing longtime crew chief and partner in crime, uh, Chad Knaus, um, going over to uh, help um, William Byron. So um, that leads us into last night's race. We were actually supposed to record Wednesday night. Um, I'm recording here on a Monday morning. Uh, that uh, Hurricane Bertha, or Tropical Storm Bertha, I shouldn't call it a hurricane, Tropical Storm Bertha had hit the Carolinas um, enough to push back Wednesday's race to Thursday night, um, which really sucked uh, because I was so looking forward to racing on Wednesday. I was like, ooh, racing, AEW, or NXT. Uh, Racing got the pick. Um, by the time they had it canceled, I was already not quite in the mood for, um, either one of those shows had actually just turned on a movie and relaxed, uh, before heading to work. Um, so, last night's race was a good race. We had, um, a little bit of rain early on in the beginning. We had a lot of good runs. Um, ultimately, Chase Elliott picks up his first win of the season, his seventh of his career. Uh, and this is coming off um, winning the truck race on Monday or Tuesday night, where he uh, where he uh, actually took the win over Kyle Busch, won the bounty that was put up by Kevin Harvick and um, Gandor V, uh, Camping World uh, CEO, Marcus Leonis, um, they both have put up $50,000 to any full-time Cup Series driver who were to beat, um, Kyle Busch, who had seemingly won every truck race he had entered, um, he, um, Elliot beat him one-on-one, kind of a little bit of poetic justice after, uh, the second Darlington race where Kyle... Uh, got into Elliot, took him out of the race while Elliot was um, seemingly going to win that one. Uh, so, um, with that said, you know, Elliot collects the money, um, you know, gets this. Uh, gets this win, um, the $100,000 would be donated, um, to COVID relief, um, in Elliot's name, in whatever, uh, relief charity you were to choose, um, which is really cool, um, so, we had that, we had, uh, like I said, last night, a lot of different players involved in this race, um, Kevin Harvick led for a majority of the race before his car went away and finished 10th. Uh, Alex Bowman uh, finished a lap down, but he had a really strong car for part of it um, until he um, until he got a little loose and slapped the wall coming out of turn four, I believe. Um, you had uh, Matt DiBenedetto, who's been having good runs, quiet runs, but good runs in the, um, the Wood Brothers car, uh, Benedetto, who's a, uh, 
It's certainly a fan favorite, um, and certainly one of those guys who can show what he can do. Um, Bubba Wallace, who drives for uh, Richard Petty, uh, he was having a good, I don't want to say a top 10 run, but we'll, we'll say he was closer to the front than he normally is. He, um, he was having a good run before being involved in a wreck. Um, John Hunter Nemechek uh, walked away with uh, Rookie of the Race, um, finishing 15th. He, he was up in that top 15, top 20 all night, um, beating out uh, uh, a strong class of rookies in that race, um, and, you know, with Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell and, uh, oh, I can't think of the other ones, but, um, you know, he's doing that with a team that's not really known for, um, for top tens on tracks like this. Um, matter of fact, he got his first top ten on a, um, on a, uh, intermediate track in the first top ten in quite a long time for front row racing, um, at Darlington, um, his first ever trip to Darlington in a cup car, so I was very impressed with that, um, so, uh, we're moving this weekend to, um, Bristol, you know, uh, it's Bristol, or as, uh, it's Bristol Baby, or as Adam Cole would say, it's Bristol Baby! Um, Bristol, as I said, you know, watching racing, um, with no fans is weird. Um, understandable, but weird. Um, but the really cool thing, and it's gonna be really, really weird, is... Bristol with no fans. Um, this is a place where, um, back in the day when I started going to get season tickets, you literally had to wait for somebody to die before you get them. I mean, they were the hottest tickets in town. I think, I think maybe outside of, um, outside of University of Tennessee football, they were the hottest tickets, um, in the state. That's how, that's how hot these tickets were. I mean, I've had the privilege many, many years with, um, with my, with one of my best friends going to Bristol many, many times. Um, uh, actually, I'd love to get him on the show, uh, my friend Dad. And, you know, we've had so many great experiences with Bristol and the crowds. And this is a place that you could fit up to 100,000 people in having nearly a, not a soul there is going to be mind-blowing, but you know what, it, the track is still the same short track, um, the racing I believe is still going to be the same, um, it's still going to be a fun races to watch that weekend, uh, this weekend, um, the, uh, the Xfinity Series guys, um, their race that was scheduled for Saturday, due to the turnaround with the rain delay on Thursday in Charlotte, their race will be moved to Monday. Um, so we're just gonna go. You know, they're thankfully they have a lot of leeway with the schedule due to this whole COVID thing. Um, there's some races that have been completely canceled for this year, um, i.e., uh, Sonoma uh, being one of them. Um, Richmond was moved, but with the 
some of the agreements with all these tracks, they do allow a lot of play, especially with um, the situation going on now in the world. So um, it's good to see these. Um, and it's really good to just see racing back on the track. Um, but, you know, this is just a, a catch-up episode. Um, we're going to dive more into what's going on in the racing world. Um, next episode, you know, uh, will probably be a short turnaround in a couple of days after the, um, after the, uh, cup race, I believe, because I don't think I'm going to wait till the Xfinity race to really cover that, but we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the story, um, that's breaking right now about Daniel Apt. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Um, He's a uh, Formula E driver in um, in the uh, FIA's um, electric hybrid car sanction series. Been there pretty much since the beginning, and how he may be out of a ride due to um, due to um, i racing. Ironically, um, I have I, I have quite a many thoughts on i racing and. I think just a lot of ridiculousness that is entailed that. Um, but uh, if you want more on that, uh, go to um, the Facebook page, um, Race Nerd Podcast. Um, look for the article um, posted by Robin Miller uh, that I shared on there. It pretty much gives what's gone on due to, um, you know, the how iRacing has been a, a, um, a double-edged sword, but at the end of the day, how I think it, how Robin thinks, and I, and I agree with him wholeheartedly, um, why I think it's been a detriment to racing itself, um, so, anyway, I, this is Matt Hardman. This is our very first podcast on CKCC Radio. I am doing what I always do when I'm not working or sleeping or watching kids. I am in the mobile studio. I never get tired of that. I'd actually like to be out of the mobile studio for once, but um, as I said... This is CKCC Radio, our first podcast. Um, I may, I still have um, some of the old podcasts. They may actually be seeing their way onto CKCC Radio. And, um, you know, I have I have a couple that have been asked for, um, and they may actually be Patreon, Patreon for CKCC Radio. Um, some. Uh, some of my personal favorites, uh, one of them, well, two, it's a two-part episode that is not a, um, really racing-involved one, but it was a, a special, it was a fun episode, uh, back from the early days of what was then the Politically Incorrect Racing Podcast, um, you know, I, I, I think I, I still have access to a couple of them from those days, um, you know, I'm 
believe I have the one where we talk about um, Dale Jr.'s retirement and whether he is a bona fide Hall of Famer. Um, so I'll see if I can dig those up. Those will be Patreon. Um, I'm not doing a Patreon for myself for this show uh, yet, um, but if you want those episodes, uh, become a Patreon of CKCC or the Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk, and I will make sure that Chris and Dan um, get you those episodes uh, when you donate uh, that $5 a month. Um, you not only have access to the shows that I have, um, you also have special access to shows of, on their show um, and many, many other cool things. So um, do that. Um, I'm not a patron because I'm always fucking broke. I have God knows how many kids. I wish they'd all get jobs and they could all pay for their own stuff. But um, anyway, I'm Matt Hardman. I'm broke. And due to Corona, I won't see you at the track, but Envision me whenever you see a race on the track. <laughs> I can't really use my catchphrase because, well, Corona. I'll, we'll just blame everything on Corona. Alright? So, I will talk to you again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, CKCC Radio, for allowing us to host this very first episode. And I will talk to you guys soon.